0: isaiah twenty two why did I read that? because in jeremiah i'm just I, i've got so much to say, I feel bad you're standing, but uh, there's a scripture that's not a part of my message today, but it was this little clip was right next to this scripture in my dad's Bible, and it's been my Bible for a long time. He gave it to me um december fifth nineteen eighty two but which is forty years. So you're getting a two-for-one today. That's that's message number one. Isaiah 22. And verse 20. It shall come to pass in that day I will call my servant Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and I will clothe him with thy robe. And strengthen him with thy girdle or sheath or belt. And I will commit thy government unto his hand. And he shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. And the key of the house of David will I lay on his shoulder. So he shall open and none shall shut and he shall shut and none shall open it's quite a bit of authority i and i will fasten him as a nail in a sure place and he shall be for a glorious throne to his father's house and they shall hang upon him all the glory of his father's house and the offspring and the issue all vessels of small quantity from the vessels of cups even To all the vessels of flagons from small to great he will be in control I want to talk to you about a nail in a sure place amen let's uh, let's just pray and ask God to speak to us today Lord we thank you for this opportunity to be gathered together in your name thank you for the Holy Ghost your spirit Lord that has been very tangible in this place right now God I'm praying now that you would God, encourage men today and fathers, Lord, to be strong in their role in their calling. I pray that your spirit would speak to each one of us individually. And God, we give you the praise, Lord, in this day and in this hour right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we just clap our hands to the Lord before we see you? Let's put a shout with that clap. It's not just an applause. He's worthy. Lord, you're our King, Lord. You're our Heavenly Father. We magnify you and we glorify your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Prince of Peace, Lord of Glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Praise God. Shebna was a prince, a prime minister, Judah and Jerusalem, Israel. Eliakim was the son of Hilkiah. He was promoted by God for a very specific role. God has just stripped the power and authority from Shebna for basically not fulfilling his calling, his duty, and he is now giving it to Eliakim. And in verse 21, he tells Shebna, I'm going to clothe Eliakim with your robe. Now, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's pretty sensitive when it's, it'd be like being demoted at work. Somebody saying, I'm going to move you out of that office and I'm going to give that to so-and-so. So he says, I'm going to take... Shebna, I'm taking your robe and I'm going to give it to Eliakim. I'm going to strengthen him with your girdle, your belt, your sheath, the thing that, sh- that holds your sword. It represents power. So he's taken his honor, he's taken his power, and now he says, I'm going to commit your government to his hand. The thing you used to rule over, the office you used to hold, I'm going to give it to Eliakim because I can trust him. Then he says this very important statement. He shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the house of Judah. In other words, he is going to have a dual role. He is going to lead and have influence over both nations. Amen. Judah and over the house of Jerusalem. And Shebna, because you haven't served and been dependable or reliable, Eliakim is going to be exalted by me to influence two kingdoms. It doesn't stop there. He says that the key of the house of David will be upon his shoulders. And this is this key is both uh, in that day was a literal key that when people looked on, it was like a, uh, a metal. We would have a metal, but there was a key that was placed on Eli- Eliakim's shoulder that when everyone saw this key, they knew he had authority. <clears throat> he had power. And he said, I'm going to put it on his shoulders. Uh, shoulders in the word of God always talks about government and power and authority and so uh, he says he's going to have power and authority and it's going to rest on his shoulders and it's going to come from me and he says whatever he opens no one will be able to shut and whatever he shuts no one will open you have to be careful when you grant that kind of power to somebody The best way to test somebody's character is to give them authority. It's really better to test it before then, but I guess that's when it really begins to show out. The character that is in somebody is when they have authority. And so he says, uh, evidently God has entrusted this to Eliakim because he says, I'm going to give him so much power. Amen. And uh, Eliakim had power over all the resources in the kingdom. And he had power over uh, uh, everything, uh, including the armor and the treasuries. And he was empowered uh, to give men power and to appoint people. And uh, the Bible says here that he was there to serve in the office of the government for life. Wow. Verse 23, it says, I, God, will fasten him as a nail in a sure place. His honor and his influence will be lasting. That's what it means. You you don't just nail something together uh, for some kind of little temporary thought. Amen. When you're building a house, it's held together by nails. I was thinking... As I was in this place last night, how many, uh, literally thousands of nails are in this particular structure. Uh, You see all these boards, but each of these boards have multiple nails holding them to the cross members and the beams and all the framing and all the framing up here. I know because I put a lot of them in, not these up here. We had a company do that. But there are thousands and tens of thousands of nails holding this structure together. And we've had some pretty powerful windstorms recently. <clears throat> but this, this place is, is here. And I would feel safe in a tornado in this building just because of the way it's designed. I know the steel under this concrete. I know uh, the the foundations, uh, the anchoring points. I know the strength that is in them. And this uh, house is held together with nails. Very powerful concept, simple but very powerful. And he said, uh, I'm going to make Eliakim like this nail in a sure place. Now, you know, you, you, you don't, anybody ever h- try to hang a picture and put the nail in the drywall? About the time you turn around, you hear this bad crash. It's glass everywhere because drywall is not a sure place. Drywall is a cosmetic thing. It looks good, but it's not very strong. That's why I like this exposed uh, southern yellow pine that is very dense and very strong and uh, it's going to last a long, long time because it's sure. These beams are laminated together and they're very strong and so uh, it's a sure place. You've got to find a sure place to put a nail and uh, being having a background in carpentry, I've watched people nail things together. And if you're nailing a, a wall together, you don't put the nail out on the edge because the tuba four is just going to split when you drive the nail into it. You have to get into the meat of the wood in order for it to have a strong connection. And so Uh, We have to consider this uh, as the Lord is talking about this analogy uh, and typology. He said, I'm going to put Eliakim, I'm going to drive him like a nail in a sure place. And I can relate to that because he said, I'm going to give him honor and influence that will be lasting. He shall be a glorious throne to his father's house. There's a lot of... Accolades and praise and honor given to Eliakim here. It says in Proverbs twenty three twenty four, the father of the righteous shall, be great, shall greatly rejoice and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. And so uh, it's very important to understand fathers that it matters what we do. And more importantly, it matters who we are. Amen. And up until now, Uh, It's been God who's done all of the blessing, the exalting, the declaring over Eliakim. God said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give him the key. I'm going to let him shut and no man open and open and no man shut. But now, amen, it says, and they shall hang upon him. Is that what it says? says, God says, I'm going to drive him in a sure place. And now I'm going to let others hang on him. Godly leaders and rulers should be as fathers to those they lead. Whether it's a, a leader in the house of God, a leader in the nation, a leader in your home, father, dad. Amen. It's not just that you are driven in a sure place, but that others can hang on you. Hello. So that others can depend on us. All the glory, he said, of his father's house. Now, the people are also honoring him and depending on him. So God is honoring him, and now people begin to honor him, and the offspring and the issue or the generations to come are hanging on him. This comment about all the vessels, the small quantity from cups to flagons. We know what a cup is. You probably had some coffee this morning. Or you need a cup. I don't know. I saw a couple hand waves. A flagon, though, is a large pot, a large vessel. He said everything in this kingdom is going to hang on Eliakim. He's going to have a very prominent role from cups to flagons, large to small. will hang upon this nail in a sure place. And on this Father's Day 2022, families are needing fathers who are fastened in a sure place. Amen. If we've ever needed fathers nailed in a sure place... It's in the day we live in. And so the call goes out for men, all men, and especially fathers, both to be that nail in a sure place to your children, your spouse, and to this generation like never before. Ladies, with all due respect to you today, I'm, I'm challenging you to be a nail in a sure place as well. But I'm particularly calling on fathers and men of this house to make sure that you are a nail in a sure place, praise God, because this generation has a lot of pressure like never before. Men and fathers have to be fastened in a sure place. There's a lot pulling at you. There's a lot hanging on you. And of all the responsibilities we have as men and spouses and fathers, uh, the greatest that we have and possess is the need to provide stability and security, amen, naturally and spiritually. We need men that take the responsibility to be that nail that's not going to bend under pressure. It's not going to be loosened up because uh, it's not driven into a sure place. We need stability, dependability. America's in trouble because they have stripped away masculinity thinking it was some cool idea but i got news for you all you've done is you're you're pulling the nails you're pulling the nails out of society you're pulling the nails out of families amen the thing that people are hanging on amen is men that have that know who they are that take the responsibility serious uh, That realize it's not a game to be played. It's not some kind of thing uh, that you can take or leave. Uh, Amen. If you don't have strong men, uh, you don't have God's role in the home. Uh, You don't have God's uh, idea for leadership uh, and direction setting uh, and dependability and steadfastness uh, and being an unmovable immovable force in society. Our homes uh, and subsequently our nation are falling apart mainly due to the absence of fathers and men who will simply be a nail in a sure place men who aren't afraid to take a stance and stay there Our society wants to take a stance and then if people don't like it, well, okay, I'll move over here. Oh, Okay, you don't like that, I'll move over here. I try to find a place where I can please everybody. Guess what? If you're going to be a nail in a sure place, uh, you may not please everybody, but be there today, be there tomorrow, and be there next week because it's the right place to stand. We don't need what this world is portraying is greatness.
1: We need men who are
0: going to walk through the door after work with their marriage vows intact. I stopped there on purpose because that's a big one. Your family's still intact. Your character uncompromised. There's nothing more reassuring to our children than them knowing my dad is predictable. My dad is dependable. I can hang on him. I can hang on him. Come on, men! all you men in the house, amen. Can it be said? It needs to be said of us. I can hang on my dad. I don't. I don't have to even let let the thought enter my head. Is my dad going to come home today? Is my dad going to be? I can hang on him. He's a nail in a sure place. He's going to be there for me. I want to take the pressure off of you, Dad. You don't have to be a superhero. We don't have to be unbelievable. We just have to be believable. We just have to have character. We need to be there. We need to just give it our best shot. Our best shot will work if it's our best shot. This is a little stiff, so I hope it's received. I, 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 it's just uh, this story I'm talking specifically uh, that I'm about to share, I know it's from a reliable source, and I've I've talked about this here before several years ago, but I just feel it's uh, fitting today because it, it it drives home the point of a need that our families have, uh, specifically our children. There was a young man who had just graduated. I guess this is timely here also, but and the dad was very successful and uh he was called away on a special assignment that his son was graduating the same day, same weekend and and uh his father felt a little guilty so he he uh went out and purchased him a very nice sports car and had it parked in the garage with a bow on it and a little note there that said sorry son i've had to go away on a special assignment project um but here's, here's your graduation gift. And when the son returned home, seeing the car in the garage, uh, he was the, the response was not that, that the, that the father had that hope for. And the son found a hammer in the garage, a sledgehammer, and he began to beat that vehicle into uh, a very uh, dented, broken glass uh, situation All over the garage and he was so distraught that his dad had put an assignment over something so important in his life that he later left the scene of that uh, car and uh, he ended up writing his dad a note and said thanks for the car dad it was really nice but I never wanted another gift I really just wanted you to be here and with that he took his life. He didn't want
1: anything but his
0: dad to be there. We don't have to be, in comparison to somebody else, better than somebody else. You just have to be you. You just have to be there. I know we've talked about this in pre-service prayer. Father's Day isn't always the greatest day for everyone. It's hard sometimes there are stories and situations that hurt just like that story. And so I'm careful with that. But I guess my role here today is not to just have to, I, I have to challenge us. I want to challenge us that our society, this is just one of thousands of stories of dads that are not nails in sure places. And if you do anything, and if we get anything right, men, amen, don't say, well, I haven't been, so I guess I can't start. Amen. Today would be a great day to say, you know what, I'm going to reach into the old toolbox uh, and I'm going to get my hammer out and I'm going to put myself in a sure place uh, because that's what they need. They don't need Another zero in the bank account. They don't need another shiny toy. If we can provide good things for our families, we should do the best we can, but not at the expense of it taking us out of their life or taking us out of important seasons of their life because because one of these days we're going to fix this. um not at the expense of not being there the nail has a simple but vital role a nail its main purpose again is to hold two things together amen You need to nail yourself, number one, to Jesus Christ. You need to be held to Him. Come hell or high water, come popular opinion, whether it's right or wrong in the eyes of whoever's looking on, guess what? I'm nailed to Him. Amen. I'm not leaving Him. I'm not compromising my walk with God. I am life. My life is secured to Him holds me to him I am joined to him amen a nail is to secure and fasten that which is loose today. Amen. I don't know who I'm talking to. You may have walked in here and you've sensed the nails a little loose. Go ahead and get that hammer and hit it again and tap onto and say, no, I'm not going to let life work me loose. Uh, I'm not going to let anything pry me apart. Uh, I'm going to be here today and I'm going to be here tomorrow. What I'm really talking about is that nail is you uh, and that hammer is God and he's saying I want to drive you in a sure place so people can, depend." On you and hang on you. The nail is placed at the will of the carpenter. God said of Eliakim, I will fasten him. First responsibility as nails is to stay where God has put you, be stable, be dependable. James 1 and 8 said, A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. We don't need any more instability. We need stability. This is a Bible principle. To be that nail in a sure place, we have to simply decide to be focused. Dedicated to a sole purpose. Determined to hold your ground. It's what the world needs most is Christ-like men to lead by example. Our nation needs Christ-like men to lead by example. Our children need Christ-like men to lead by example. Sister Angie made a comment about this church has a lot of great men, and it does. You know what God's expectation for men is? I will that men everywhere... Lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting. The greatest call you have as a man is to be able to lift up your hands and not be so proud. But you're a worshiper in public. We need to be worshipers in public and worshipers at home. We need to be, amen, God-fearing men in church and God-fearing men at home and God-fearing men at work. Our wives and our families, we need to lead in the fear of the Lord. For sure, this lost world needs men. This is no chauvinistic statement. You know, I can't even, people can't even talk about men now. And if it's it's like you're trying to push an agenda, I'm not pushing an agenda. I'm just repeating what God's saying. Amen. The nail the nail is used to secure loose parts and join that which is separated and hold things together. Amen. Aren't you thankful that the Lord was nailed to the cross? He wasn't tied with a rope. He was nailed through his hands and his feet and he hung in that sure place and because of that we hang on him today. We hang on him today. Hallelujah. He holds it all together for us today. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Amen. But He is on our side. Therefore, my mind might be shaken, but it's not working loose. (laughs) Nails are meant to have amazing sheer strength. Sheer strength means pressure that's straight down they hold up under tremendous pressure without breaking I don't want to break you might bend a nail but it's very difficult to break a nail really the only way that you can break a nail is to bend it back and forth double-minded that's what breaks a nail the heat and the friction that's caused from bending back and forth going between two opinions that's why amen that's why joshua said how long halt you between two but you can't stand up under wishy-washy half made up you're in, but you're out, and you're bending back and forth and multiple opinions. No, the strength is go ahead and hit it one more time. Drive it past the bending point and say, you know what? I'm not going to be bent by, by anything. I thought of nails, and, and nails can, can have various applications, obviously. But I thought of three things that you might drive a nail on uh, for. Uh, some people hang hats on nails. And that, that represents your identity. You hang your hat. It's like a, a daily routine, daily function, a daily identity, and daily involvement. And if we can have a nail in our house that represents our hat, our identity, amen, we need to be men who are identified as Christians and men of character. You might have a nail that you hang keys on. Keys give you access Keys speak of responsibility and trust and authority. Amen. We need to have, uh, our kids need to know that they have access to us. Our wives and our families have access to us. People have access to us. We have keys. You all have keys. I don't like how many keys I have. They're They're cumbersome. They... I don't like to carry them in my pocket. I'm not a one-key guy. I wish I could be. But there are keys, and you have multiple roles of responsibility, multiple things that you're responsible for, and people that are counting on you. And you have, just like uh, Eliakim, he said, I'm going to put the key on his shoulder. He's going to open things that no one can shut, and he's going to shut things uh, that no man can open. And I wish that we understood who we are in the spirit today, men. You have the power to pray over your family prayers uh, that shut things off uh, and open things up. Uh, Amen. Uh, I don't care if the devil has bad intentions. You can reverse it through prayer. You can stand up and say, hey, I got a key for that lock. I'm going to pray prayers of authority. I'm going to pray prayers that, that bring blessing and prayers that block interference. And then, obviously, we hang pictures by these nails and on these nails, and these are memories and cherished times, and they're created while spending time together, and I thought of these pictures and how they encapsulate life in a season or a moment in time, and what a powerful thing it is. Don't ever lose sight of that. I think that's why a lot of things happen that happen is because People get to where they don't have pictures hanging in their life they don't have memories that are that are hanging prominently in their minds uh, amen and and one uh, very careless moment can can wreck, amen, a lifetime of investment. Uh, I'm saying today, hang some pictures in your life. Uh, Have some pictures hanging in your mind. Uh, You've got too much, uh, amen, influence. You've got too much uh, uh, hanging on, uh, amen, what you've already invested in. Don't hang, uh, we don't hang every photo, but we hang the things that are important to us. So keep the things that are important to you hanging in your mind and hanging in your life These are things that define your legacy. Let's consider the sure place for a moment. The reason many nails loosen up is because of where they're fastened. Huh. The reason many nails are loosening And losing their place and grip is because of where they're fastened. The Bible talks about only two places we can be fastened. And that's either on sand or on the rock. You're either building and driving your nail into drywall. Or you're getting that stud locator out. Anybody can just put a nail in the drywall, but you've got to take the time to find the stud, the meat, the wood, the thing behind the drywall that's going to bear up under the weight. And Just another little piece of advice, find the center of the stud. takes a couple more tries but make sure you're in the center because that is where you're going to find the greatest load bearing is when you get it in the center amen we need to choose wisely men why are so many choosing to fasten themselves to this world in the end there's nothing to hold on to I know it seems simple, but you're hanging your nail in a sure place every time you make God's house your priority. I know it sounds old school, but I'm going to say it anyway. Joey Arata didn't have to ask, are we going to church tonight? That's who I was. I knew that it was church on. I didn't bargain. I didn't throw a tantrum. If I did, I got heat. We just went. One of the greatest gifts my dad could have. He could have given me anything. But one of the greatest things he gave me was a love and a, and a responsibility to be in God's house. Yeah. Was it popular when I was 8, 7, 10, 15? No, there was a long list. Every time you pray with your family and your kids, and spend time talking about God, or your focus is you've got a, a message playing in your house, or something spiritually uplifting, there is something that you're making a choice to say, I'm driving that nail into something sure. I want my kids to know that I'm not just living for God on Sunday at 9 or 11:30 or Wednesday at 7 but but it's my life it consumes who i am it consumes our every choice it consumes how we make our decisions uh, amen it's it seems simple but no you're really driving into something solid when you spend time together as family amen you are bringing them together and you are investing in your future amen take time to listen amen we need to take time to listen praise God I know this is simple but if you'll do this and if I'll do this uh, we're creating a soundness in our homes uh, and a soundness in our family one of the greatest gifts you can give, is dependability, predictability. You know why these things are important? Psalms four three says, The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. What are you talking about? Zion is a type of the New Testament church. And everything that I can count in my life that means something to me came from God and being faithful to His house. My wife I met at church camp. You want to find a good wife? Shop in the right place. Did I say it like you wrote it in here? I'm teasing. I'm just joking. I just need to lighten it up a little bit here. I love my wife and Outside of the Lord, I couldn't make it without her. If there's any soundness in my life, if there's any surety, if I could even be mentioned in the same sentence as being a nail in the sure place, it's because of all the things that have come out of this Word that have come into my life yes I study yes I read but, but the preached word every time you walk in here God is speaking Amen and God is investing and God is pouring life into you and so when we come into the house of God, that's why it's important to be in his house because in turn, the Lord says, I'm going to bless you out of my house. And, and so if there's any soundness in us, it's because of the word. And if there's any surety in us, it's because of the word. Our carnality and our flesh is dying and the spirit man is being made alive. And we're able to stand against the tests and the storms that come against us because we have been invested in by the word of God. Thank you. It's in the house of the Lord. Out of those comes a family. You're blessed with kids, family that love God. It's not accidental. Any good thing I have goes back to God. Where did it start? It started in the house of the Lord. He's blessed me out of Zion. He's blessed you out of Zion. If you'll begin to think back and go over your life, uh, you'll say, hey, it hasn't always been easy, but I'm telling you right now, the very reason I can stand today is because I've been in the house of the Lord. Uh, I've been in the presence of God, and God has given me surety. God has given me soundness to be able to stand. He's given me hinds feet, uh, amen, that I can walk on high places. Uh, I can walk against the tests of. Of life because, uh, amen, God has empowered me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God for elders in this church, and a lot of them have passed on, and I'm, I'm just, I was thinking back about Brother Height and speaking to him this year before he passed, and he, he wasn't able to say a lot, but I, I stood there and I watched a man that has been a nail in a sure place. If you've got an elder in your life, you need to thank God that you have somebody that's led the way, been strong, been unmovable, hasn't changed over time with popular opinion and compromising thoughts. You want to be great, Dad? You want to be great, man? Fasten your life in a sure place today. It's not hard. You just have to stay. You just have to decide to build on eternity. Build on the rock, the Word of God. Where's your nail fastened this morning? In the end, Dad, your success won't be defined by how many degrees, awards, plaques, accolades are hanging on your wall. But your success will be defined by the amount of people hanging on your nail. It's not what's hanging on our wall. That defines us, it's who's hanging on our life. None of this would be possible without a nail that was driven 2,000 years ago. We all hang on Him, and if we're driven into Him, others can hang on us. Yeah, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. A lot of pressure on men today, but I want to encourage you, you can do it. We can do it. There's not too much pressure that we can't do it. We can do it. Amen. I've decided to add something to the hammer you're going to get today. Hopefully, as a reminder, um, just a little, uh, I guess. Clause, don't don't try to go out there and pry a two thousand pound something with those hammers. I don't. <laughs> they're they're just something to put in your toolbox and remind you, or hang in your garage or whatever, that you're a nail in a sure place. You need to be a nail in a sure place. But I'm going to. I'm going to also pass out a nail here in just a moment, but I I was thinking about this today and and, um, I, I want this church to be a nail in a sure place. I want men that don't know anything about what we've been talking about to be able to come in this house. And start making decisions that put them in the right place. Families can be turned around. Men can find something of true value to anchor themselves in. And begin to become somebody that others can hang on. And I'm going to uh, drive a nail in this church today. And... uh, You can do what you want with your hammer and your nail when you get home. I won't be offended. But I'm giving you this nail because I want you to take it home and um, preferably drive it somewhere. Drive it somewhere sure. Drive it somewhere your family can see it. Not in your wife's family. whatever I'm not wanting you to get in trouble men maybe somewhere in the garage somewhere maybe somewhere you can hang something I'm going to drive a nail in this house and uh, I'm going to drive a nail in this beam and I want it to represent something to us I want it when you're walking around this altar area praying and you look up you're going to see a nail sticking out of that beam. And I want you to know that whatever you're facing, you're strong enough. I want you to know that whatever's being talked about and promoted out here, you're strong, you've got what it takes to be immovable. You've got what it takes not to shear off and bend and buckle under the pressure, but And I got news for you, when we build and this becomes our foyer, the nails aren't going to be covered up because that's going to stand as long as I'm here. Just as a sign to you and to me, we're not in this to compromise. So I'm going to come over here and do it. I've already measured this out last night. It's nine feet. You know why it's nine feet? Because I don't care what Goliath spirit tries to come against you. We're facing some stuff out here that tries to intimidate, tries to get you hanging out down in your foxhole. But I got news. We got some men in this house uh, that aren't going to back down to anything that you face. Uh, We're going to be bigger than our biggest giant. I left it sticking out a little bit so we can see it. When you're lifting your hands, worshiping, and say, hey, I'm leading my family in worship. I'm gonna lead my family in church. When you're in here on a Wednesday night, we're gonna drive one over here in second service. But when you see these nails, I wanted to represent something to you that I am a nail in a sure place. And God is putting a key on my shoulder today. God is giving me some authority and power in the spirit when I stand for him and when I live for him. So I want you to come up here, men, and and, and I'm gonna give you one of these nails. We were just going to give out hammers, but uh, what good's a hammer without a nail? The men, I've asked if you'll come quickly and help us pass these nails out. Amen. I know they're just steel, but they represent something spiritual today. And I want you to take that nail and hold it, and we're going to pray in just a moment. And I'm asking you to say, God... Amen. I'm going to, I'm going to hit the nail one more time. Would you hit me, Lord? Would you drive me into a sound place? Would you allow me, God, to be unmovable in this generation? Would you allow me, God, not to sag and bend and buckle under pressure, but Lord, I'm in a sound place, and I'm going to be very difficult to pull out, uh, almost impossible. Amen. In Jesus' name, for you men, I, I commend you for who you are and what's hanging on you, but God help us to be fastened like never before amen as nails in a sure place God I'm living for you and I'm in it for life and I'm not gonna move I'm gonna be like Eliakim you know why Shebna was stripped because he wasn't sound he wasn't dependable and God said I'm gonna take it from him and I'm going to give it to Eliakim because I can trust him. I'm going to drive him as a nail in a sure place. In Jesus' name, amen. Men, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for leading our family. Thank you for everything you've done to be a nail in a sure place. Thank you for swimming upstream. Thank you for going against the current of this day and this age. I want to thank you as pastor. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for every week that you're here. Thank you that you've made it a priority to be in God's house and to say, you know what? It is worth Being faithful. It is worth continuing on and just let the Lord tap on you today and drive you a little bit deeper, amen, into the soundness of His Word, the soundness of the house of God. Lord, I thank you, Lord. If you ever think it doesn't matter, if you ever think that it doesn't really uh, matter, amen, it matters. Every person here matters, every man matters, every dad matters, amen. Go ahead, amen, in Jesus' name. Understand that God has put you you in a place so people can hang on you.